he muttered and narrowed his eyes at the computer. He and machines had poor and untrusting relationships. He sat down and faced the screen as his mother continued to chatter. Have you had your tux cleaned? Do make time to get a haircut. You looked so scraggly the last time I saw you. And don't forget to wash behind the ears, he thought sourly, and tuned her out. She was never going to accept that the Paris lifestyle wasn't his lifestyle, that he just didn't want to lunch at the club or squire board former debutantes around Washington, and that his opinion wasn't going to change by dint of her persuasion. He'd wanted adventure, and though struggling to type up a report on some poor slob's fake whiplash wasn't exactly Sam Spade territory, he was doing the job. Mostly, he didn't feel useless or bored or out of place. He liked the sound of traffic outside his window, even though the window was only open because the building and its scum-sucking landlord didn't go in for central air conditioning and his unit was broken. The heat was intense and the rain was coming in, but with the window closed, the offices would have been as airless and stifling as a tomb. Sweat rolled down his neck, making him itchy and irritable. He was stripped down to a t-shirt and jeans, his long fingers fumbling a bit on the computer keys. He had to shovel his hair out of his face several times, which ticked him off. His mother was right. He needed a haircut. So when it got in the way again, he ignored it, as he ignored the sweat, the heat, the buzz of traffic, the steady drip from the ceiling. He sat methodically punching a key at a time, a remarkably handsome man with a scowl on his face. He'd inherited the Paris looks, the clever green eyes that could go broken bottle sharp or as soft as sea mist, depending on his mood. The hair that needed a trim was dark mink brown and tended to wave. Just now it curled at his neck, over his ears, and was beginning to annoy him. His nose was straight, aristocratic, and a little long, his mouth firm and quick to smile when he was amused, and to sneer when he wasn't. Though his face had become more honed since the embarrassing cherubic period of his youth and early adolescence, it still sported dimples. He was looking forward to middle age when, with luck, they'd become manly creases. He'd wanted to be rugged, and instead was stuck with the slick, dreamy good looks of a GQ cover, for one of which he'd posed in his middle twenties, under protest and great family pressure. The phone rang again. This time he heard his sister's voice, haranguing him about missing some lame cocktail party in honor of some big-bellied senator she was endorsing. He thought about just ripping the damn answering machine out of the wall and heaving it, and his sister's nagging voice out the window into the traffic on Wisconsin Avenue. Then the rain that was only adding to the miserably thick heat began to drip on the top of his head. The computer blinked off for no reason he could see other than sheer nastiness, and the coffee he'd forgotten he was heating boiled over with a spiteful hiss. He leaped up, burned his hand on the pot, He swore viciously as the pot smashed, shattering glass and spewing hot coffee in all directions.
He ripped open a drawer, grabbed for a stack of napkins, and sliced his thumb with the lethal edge of his former, and now thoroughly damned to perdition, secretary's nail file. When the woman walked in, he was still cursing and bleeding and had just tripped over the philodendron set in the middle of the floor and didn't even look up. It was hardly a wonder she simply stood there, damp from the rain, her face pale as death, and her eyes wide with shock. Excuse me. Her voice sounded rusty, as if she hadn't used it in days. I might have the wrong office. She inched backward, and those big, wide brown eyes shifted to the name printed on the door. She hesitated, then looked back at him. Are you Mr. Paris? There was a moment, one blinding moment, when he couldn't seem to speak. He knew he was staring at her, couldn't help himself. His heart simply stood still. His knees went.